Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Grid Iron Crew podcast for the well, the eleventh of May. Um, so I'm been roped in to be your host tonight. So it really is a case of the lunatic running the asylum. Um, so I am going to be joined. We've got a special guest and a new crew member for tonight um, joining us. But we'll introduce the old hand first, and I'm looking at our jet setting. Philadelphia Eagles fan, um, Kev, who I don't actually believe I've seen since the Super Bowl, so I promise I won't um, bring that up again. We'll leave it as is. Um, how are you doing tonight, Kev? Hi, thanks, Daddy. I'm, I'm good. I think I did see you once when you were in the car in front of me, and I was giving <laughs> you the food. Uh, that's it. You're giving me the Scottish two-finger salute. <laughs> Uh, until I was doing it uh, quite vigorously until I thought I'm not actually sure that that is studs um, <laughs> so I just kind of reined it and then if it wasn't you that the guy didn't notice but um, uh, I, I'm good mate I'm good um, I'm getting excited for the, the season to start um, the news of the, the fixtures the draft being, uh, being and gone it's, it's starting to get closer and I'm starting to get excited again uh, it was a a long, hard off-season um, after that defeat to your guys, but um, I'm feeling good. Looking forward know, to chatting. Definitely. I mean, as, as you said, the season seems to be getting ever closer now that the draft's out of the way. Um, we've now had the schedule getting released, which we'll talk about in a bit more depth as well. So, um, so moving on, we're going to introduce our guest joining us this week. We've got Ian, who... My sources reliably tell me it's from the East Kilbride Pirates in the Britball League, and he's a former Highland Stags offensive coordinator as well. Um, so we've got Tom Green joining us to our chat tonight. So Tom, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. I'm looking forward to it. Good man, Tom. Listen, much appreciate you jumping in and joining myself and Kev on the chat tonight. And, It'll be interesting to get some thoughts outside of our kind of usual group chat nonsense that kind of goes on in and around the NFL. So it'll be interesting to probably get some sensible views compared to what me and Kev have got. Um, yeah. And again, it's <laughs> seen, the, seen the faces going there. Um, as well, obviously, you've got experience in the in the Britball community as well um, from Highland Stags and obviously a team fairly local to Kev and myself in the East Bride Pirates. So... Do you want to kind of give us a little bit of an introduction to yourself? Yeah. Um, well, I got into the NFL around 2006, um, mostly just because I'm a bit of an insomniac. So I was just, it was the only thing on the television late at night. Um, and first game I watched was, I think it was, it was a Monday night game between the Rams and I can't remember who they were playing, but that just sort of became a team from there. Uh, in terms of Britball, I've uh, been involved in Britball since 2013. Um, first with the Highland Wildcats uh, youth setup, uh, then helped um, form the Highland Stags, uh, managed the team from 2017 until 2021. And um, uh, started coaching with uh, the Pirates um, senior and women's teams this year. Nice one, nice one. As I say, obviously, East Kilbride, a very local team to myself and um, and Kev, as I say, and my boys, they, they've been in, in and out the, the Hamilton Bucks 
Um, can I set up a few times as well when all this one talking about going back to it as well? So it's um, it's great to see the Britball community growing. Um, and so you've been a part, you've been a major part in that as well, setting up the Highland Stags team as you mentioned. So how, how have you found the growth of the Britball game? Do you do you you must take a certain degree of pride in setting up a team, obviously. But how um, do you find the growth? I think it's promising. Um, it's promising in some areas, um, particularly with areas like um, up north, being able to get some consistent brick ball. Um, uh, the Glasgow scene has been pretty good as well, with uh, particularly the likes of Inverclyde coming up. Um, hopefully it can be sustained and hopefully maybe get a couple more teams in Scotland. Um, I know that there's been attempts in the past for um, teams um, to form in places like Livingston um, and the such, but um, we'll be interested to see how it grows in the next few years. It can only get more popular with how big the NFL is getting um, this side of the pond, but... Moving on to the news. Um, yeah. Uh, so, um, first, um, the first kickoff question is that the NFL international games have obviously been announced. Um, um, where would you like to see an international game? Um, the one that I think will be the most intriguing could be Jags-Bills on the 8th. Just with how, because we all know how good the Bills are um, offensively, but the Jags are, they're getting better. And yeah, and it will only be a matter of time before Trevor Lawrence can actually. Well, the problem is he needs a good offensive line. That's always been Jacksonville's problem, mm. but they seem to finally have a quarterback and semi-decent receivers. Uh, the running game is still not the best, but that'll probably develop over a couple of. We just need a couple of good drafts. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the games they've announced there, I'd love to go see the Ravens um, in London. Mm. The Jags. Yeah. I think that would be, I think that would be a great game to go see. Um, the, the way I took the kickoff question there was if you could if you could have an international game hosted anywhere in the world, um, where would you like to go and watch one, um, and and who would you like to be playing? But um, no. That, that was exactly how it was meant, Kev. It was more like a hypothetical one. Where would you like to see the NFL move to next? So we've now had UK for a number of years. We've got Germany now with two games. We've had Mexico. Where would you like to see one pop up next? I think France. Um, big game in Absolutely. Paris. Uh, Stade de France. Um, you need it. It'd have to be a blockbuster game. You probably have to have the Chiefs there. Um, for at least one of the teams, um, who they play doesn't really matter, but it needs to be competitive. Ideally, yeah. Chiefs Bills, but that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, I can't see them any of the two of them giving up a home game against against those teams. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, that would that would be pretty nice. Um, for me, it's got to be Glasgow. Um, oh, I'd love Cameron. to see Glasgow. Or, or I suppose maybe Murrayfield, so maybe Edinburgh. Oh, yeah. 
the old Claymore said. Yeah, squeeze a few extra fans in, um, having it in Edinburgh, the biggest stadium in the country, and obviously being a, a rugby stadium, then it's maybe better equipped for um, for the sport. Um, but just having one in Scotland would be amazing. I think that'd be a spectacular um, day out. Um, I think the fans would absolutely love it. Um, and as for the teams, I think, obviously, I would like the, the Eagles to come, um, and I don't really care who we play. Maybe... maybe Eagles, Cowboys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that certainly generates some interest. I think if you could get that one done and dusted, but I think I think Murrayfield's one. It's a, I think it's a very obvious choice is with us being in Scotland. Um, obviously, we know we've got that big rugby stadium there. We've had the Claymores here in the past. Of course, we'd love to see an NFL game come up to Murrayfield or, as you said, Kev up to Glasgow. I think it'd be, and I think. Scott, Scottish fans generally, I think we all know, love any excuse for a party. Um, so I think we would just, I, I, I could see us putting on an absolute show for the NFL. Um, if, it, if it was done right, um, I think that could be an absolute scene. Um, I think for me, one of the ones I was, I was kind of trying to think of, like, right, where, where have we seen sort of some big World Cups and um, where is the massive markets? For me, I think the one I would wouldn't surprise me taking a see pop ups probably something like Tokyo. Oh um, yeah, it's just I think the Asian market is massive at the best of times. If the NFL could crack that, or Australia is probably another one as well. I think you could you could see the NFL moving there and and going even more international. It probably wouldn't be great for us because the timings would be absolutely brutal. <laughs> but. Again, these are these are markets that probably give the NFL a wider scope to kind of go into as well. I think though, see with see with those, like they're already doing NFL in Europe, but I mean the, the flight times over to like the Asia and, and Australia, I think it's that much, much longer. I don't know like if they would be prepared to do that. Like I mean yeah, you could suppose you never know. Seattle perhaps would be more willing than most of them. They could yeah. Maybe yeah. even in a place yeah. like Hong Kong, because yeah. they've already got the facilities for the sevens. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, and again, it's all those things that the NFL would need to consider. And they'd obviously need to get it by the the players' union and stuff as well. So, it's uh, uh, will certainly certainly be interesting to see where it grows next. I think for the NFL, I think Paris, as you mentioned, Tom, I think that's a really logical choice. Um, getting into more mainland European countries. I think really makes sense, and we know we've got a couple of big massive stadiums in Paris already um, that house various rugby and football events. So certainly be interesting to see. Um, and again, anything that makes it more accessible for the UK fans for me, I think it's just on to an absolute winner. And Central Europe's just perfect. So. Breaking news, guys. I'm just going to quickly touch on this before we get into the kind of the main stuff. A um, couple of bits of breaking news over the last couple of days. Um, I'm going to save the one I feel is the best one, the most kind of uplifting one, just till last um, on there, and it's popped along the bottom. But we've got Big Cock Brock. He is expected to be back for training camp for the 49ers. Um, obviously, rumours are rife that he's going to be their starting QB ahead of the third overall pick, Trey Lance. Um, I think he's, for me, he's certainly earned it. And um, Tom, got to ask your thoughts on this one. Obviously, a divisional rival. Um, 
what do you think? Do you think it's per their lance based on what you've seen firsthand of them? I, I don't want to face either of them, <laughs> ideally. Um, um, who, well, hopefully they both get injured in pre-season and they have to wheel out someone like... Well, well I would have said Geno Smith, but he's actually turned out quite good since he's been at who, who was the guy that played against you guys, gave the, the third or fourth string quarterback? I don't know, but well, I, I, was it not McCaffrey at, at one point? <laughs> I they had McCaffrey. There was rumours it was going to be McCaffrey, but they, um, that was before they put Purdy back in as well. So it was a, uh, what was his name? Somebody, jo- jo- Johnson or something? I can't even remember. Um uh, I can't remember the guy's name. I, it was it was irrelevant by then, wasn't it? It was, nah, it was totally irrelevant. He ended up that, that, cussed on the back of that pass rush anyway. So, <laughs> well, we've we've laid down the the blueprint for you, Tom. If you don't want to face either of them, just get to the quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> uh, easier said than done, though, because that Forty Niners defense is still something special as well. Nah. So even if we do get the ball back. <laughs> Yeah. Although I know that Aaron Donald's not retiring, which is always a problem. That's my one nugget of hope. Yeah, I, I did see comments for Aaron Donald today where he was saying that he's he's going to lead the Rams back to prominence. So he's uh, certainly certainly started talking a good game. Um, obviously, on the back of Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup on that offense, you've got the two of them and they're fit. You've you've can always get a chance. Um, so it'll be interesting. Obviously, Ramsey will be a big loss for you guys, but it'll be interesting to see what how the draft guys turn out. Yeah, no, I've not paid attention to the draft for years. <laughs> Haven't had to. <laughs> the, the Rams basically gave up their draft for the last four years. To be fair, there. Well, oh, it's not this, even this year It's like twenty. Yeah, the last first round pick was Jared Goff. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> So, uh, it's certainly been a while. Um, but again, it, w- it worked out for them at the end of the day because they got a Super Bowl on the back of it. So, um, they can't, can't complain. But it's uh, be inter- interesting to see what kind of team McVay pulls together and whether these can get after guys like Purdy or Lance, whoever it may be. Um, so, big extension for Shaq Mason. So he was traded to the Texans during the draft from the Bucks um, as an outside guard. So obviously trying to get some protection in for CJ Stroud. He signs a thirty-six million extension. So obviously Texans seem to be certainly building. They're obviously they're trying to protect, get a bit of protection around CJ Stroud. And for me, give him the best possible chance to succeed. So. I think the Texans could be interesting. Um, all depends on how D'Amico Ryan's gets these players working. To, working, and um, I think a, a legend in Texas in Houston as well. So I think he's going to be given time, isn't he? So be interesting to see how his draft picks turn out. Um, and <laughs> this one, guys, I purely put this in for Brian on on the crew who. As Kev, you you very well know he is a massive Baker Mayfield lover. Um, so the Bucks OC said he's not rushing any decision between Baker and Kyle Trask for the starting QB's job. Though the competition is on in, in Tampa Bay, Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield. 
Um, what, what do you guys think about that one? As I say, I'm more kind of put that in for a wee laugh, but it was for Brian because I know he will be listening. I immediately thought of Brian when I saw it, and I think it's hilarious. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know whether I'm rooting for Baker like just because I know how upset Brian will be if he doesn't get the starting slot there, um, or if, or if it would just be hilarious if he didn't get it just to see how Brian reacts. But um, I, I think Baker will get the job. I, I, but what about you, Tom? Um, you get any particular feelings, or do you just? Um, when it comes to when it comes to Baker I just don't know what he's just one of the he's one of them quarterbacks who's just one week he looks like he can set the league on fire and the next week he just well the last um what six seven games with the Rams he was looking exceptional it's just yeah. a shame he wasn't didn't really have anything else but yeah yeah Definitely, I, I agree. He's, he's, he's hot and cold. He is, he is one of those quarterbacks that, that like, frustrate, frustrate the life out of the, the, the teams that he's at, the fans and the, the teammates, etc. But um, I think he's shown enough to, to, um, to suggest it'll get um, at least, at least the, the starting job to begin with. Um, it's, it'll be his to lose, I think. So, oh, we've lost that again. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The running joke, Tom, is that he steals his uh, his neighbor's Wi-Fi, um, and his his neighbor switched the Wi-Fi off. Um, I don't know what the script is. But, um, so I suppose on to the, the last piece of news while we're waiting on returning, um, it's on the ticker there, so we know what it is. It's the uh, Foster Morrow uh, Morrow deal. Um, um, he's he's been paid, his deal's been extended because he's been diagnosed with cancer, I believe is the story. Oh. Um, so I think that's really classy. Um, you know, you hear, you hear stories like that now and again in um, European football where, you know, players get a bad injury and, you know, their teams extend their deal just to, to get them through rehab and stuff. But that's, you know, even better. It's, it's uh, you know, cancer that he's got and they're looking after him, saying that's great. What do you think? I uh, completely agree. Um, I'm, try- I'm trying to think. I've I've seen a similar. I can't remember what sport it was, but there was a similar deal for. I don't actually know. They had a deal for Christian Eriksen originally, when he had like his heart attack at Tottenham. That yeah. Aye. But no, it's good that. It's good that they're still going to be paying him. I'm, and uh, um, what well, problem with cancer is anything can happen with it, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean that's the, the thing. I mean, I suppose uh, the, the money's nice, but at the end of the day, you know, that you would give it all up. I'm sure to be, you know, to be healthy and, and to be to be given the all clear. Um, but and uh, the, the sad thing is, although it's absolutely the right thing to do, um, you know, it's it's not always the case. Um, but it's, it's good to see that the team's looking out for them in this situation. So that's good. Um, just yeah. wondering if Studs is going to turn or we just carry on cracking on through this. Um, uh, I think we can possibly... <laughs> well... Uh, what's the next section after the news anyway? It's the um, international. 
games, isn't it's it? moving on to the fixture list, um, the, the fixtures released for this season. Um, oh, no, actually, I do have one um, news story, and it relates to oh, the first quarterback I got excited about, Mr. Sam Bradford, um, before he before his MCL broke all my dreams back in. Uh, but he has been. He recently got admitted into, I think it's the American Indian Athletic Hall of Fame. Um, it's one of these. I didn't know it existed until. Um, but for whatever reason, I, my Google alerts, I get Sam Bradford news <laughs> just yeah. to sort of rock me. But no, apparently he's, he's one of a few players. He's one of a few NFL guys in there. It mostly gets given out to baseball or I think baseball guys or or really ancient um, footballers like Jim Thorpe. Right. Oh, nice little touch. Ah, yeah. So when, when did that happen? Is that just breaking, oh, breaking news? Um, because Sam Bradford, I didn't know it at the time, but um, enrolled, enrolled citizen of the Cherokee Nation. Right. Wow. <laughs> so, so this is a Hall of Fame for sportsmen who are American Indians, yeah? Uh, yes, so it's making um, sports persons. Yeah, it's for all all sports. Um, yeah. It's cool. there's mostly like athletic guys, like um, Olympic gold medalists, like Billy Mills, or like titans of world sport, like Jim Fort. But no, apparently yeah. Sam Bradford made the cut. <laughs> Although well, I think that's yeah. more for his Heisman season at Oklahoma than anything he's done in the NFL. <laughs> well, I didn't know that that Hall of Fame existed either, so that's that's quite interesting news. Um, and good on him, good on Bradford. Yeah, he's also the first um, jersey I got was a Sam Bradford jersey. I still got oh, it yeah? actually somewhere. Uh, the second one I got was a Greg Zerline. That one, slightly happy memories of that one. Yeah, uh, well, my my first jersey was a, a Michael Vick jersey. Um, Michael oh, Vick. And- Absolutely, like got me hooked on NFL. Um, the first, the first match I ever watched uh, was the Eagles against the Redskins. Um, mm-hmm. Michael Vick, I think he he set like three NFL records in the first half in that game. He was absolutely incredible. Um, and I, 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 I'm watching this game as my first NFL game, thinking yeah. this this was just this is just the NFL. This is what happens. Um, so it's kind of sadly been downhill from there, but um, yeah, Vic, yeah, Vic was something. <laughs> well, I had a similar experience of my first um, game I watched live in person because it was All the right. London one between the Jags and the Colts, um, the one that turned out to be an absolute shootout. Yeah. And I thought, oh, great, this is what every NFL international game is going to be. And then the second one I went to was Dolphins versus Saints when it was Jay Cutler. And it was just, it was just abysmal. Yeah. How did, how did that one finish? Oh, it was one-sided to the Saints. Um, yeah. And uh, normally in these one-sided And the problem was it wasn't that the Saints were good. It was just the Dolphins were so bad yeah. that they made quite a mediocre Saints team that day look. Um, like they could win a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, um, yeah. 
So will we will we move on then and talk about the the fixtures that are released today? Oh yeah. Now you you have to forgive me because I'm not sure they they haven't released the whole entire fixture list list have they? It's just certain fixtures that they've released so yeah, far. I think it's just for, I think it's just the prime ones. Um, well, and obviously the international ones just to get a bit of hype in. I think it's yeah. just so they can put Aaron Rodgers in a in a Jets in a Jets uniform yeah. to get people excited. And a promo, and a promo yeah. I, I must admit, like my first reaction, the ones that I've looked at there, um, obviously the one that jumped out at me was um, Eagles against the Giants on Christmas Ooh. Day. So, as an Eagles fan, that's that's my Christmas either made or ruined, depending on the way the game goes. Um, but it's something, something to get really excited about in Christmas. Um, and then, uh, I mean, we all know that Christmas, when you're an adult, just becomes yeah. a bit crap. So, um, you know, it's for the kids. But now, now Christmas is all for me. Um, I get to sit and watch my team um, and, and hopefully, hopefully really enjoy it. Um, and the other game that I found um, really interesting is um, the Jets um, against the Bills on Monday Night Football in the first yeah. week. Um, can't wait to see Rodgers in the Jets jersey, see that new Jets team, um, the new Green Bay Jets. Um, and uh, obviously, I... I must. Have, I don't expect anything other than a Bills win there. I expect the Bills to absolutely run over the top of them, but um, it will be really intriguing to to, uh, to watch and see how how the um, the Jets are shaping up. Oh, definitely. Um, because even when they had White under centre for a few games, they again the Jets are just one of these annoying teams where they. They always feel like they're on the cusp of doing something great, and then they do something very typically Jetsy. <laughs> yeah, I mean they've got they've got a very boisterous fan base, haven't they? Um, well, the, yeah. One of, the, one of the first times I was I was in the states um, watching NFL over there, I was I was in a bar, um, and the bar was practically empty. There was like myself. And about three or four other folk dotted around, and then one table full of people, um, and they just spontaneously jumped up and doing jets chants, and um, I was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think that I think our fans will be hoping for big things this year. Um, I think it'll be good to see if if they can put a good team on the park. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm not convinced either. Just like yourself, they they, they always seem to threaten. Um, and never deliver. And any other games? Well, annoyingly for me, when it comes to the schedule, I've been looking for the Rams one, but they don't get released till five PM Pacific. Right. So that'll be midnight. Uh, but from from the games, obviously, um, Aaron Rodgers for the Jets is going to be um, a big one. Um, I think Bills Jags is still probably my. Um, I think that'll be the best of the international fixtures, but yeah. again, that's again that's dependent on um, if the Jags can step up from last year. Um, they're getting there, um, and Trevor Lawrence is definitely 
he's definitely going to be around for a while, but he needs a good offensive line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he started to really pick up last year, didn't he? He's starting to, to show why, what all the hype was about. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if he can kick on this season. Um, and those will be uh, interesting games to watch to, um, to just gauge how, how, how much he's developing. All right, studs, we got you back. Got you back in, boys. Apologies for that. My computer has absolutely shit itself. I had to join on my phone, um, so I do apologise. I'll. I not a We've just limped on, uh, trying to follow your schedule as best we could. Um, I know. Did, were you wanting to, to do a little heartfelt? Um, speech uh, about the, uh, the Marodial or... the, the Marodial I, so I, I, as I say I, I wanted to save that one and then get cut off just before we're about to speak about it so I, I, th- I must admit I, there's part of me there's a cynical side to it as well right so Foster Moreau's signed an, an 8 million guaranteed deal with the Saints for 3 years I think it's worth up to 12 million all in um, but it's 8 million guaranteed um, whilst he starts his battle with cancer, which was obviously discovered when he was going through his medical with the Saints. Um, I suppose one the cynical part of me wants to ask you boys, I mean, I, was, I feel it as a nice touch for the Saints, but obviously they were in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes and they were quite clearly trying to get him. We all know how that worked out. A lot of people weren't happy with it. Is this them maybe trying to get fans back on side and show that we do have a good side? We fucked up with the Deshaun stuff. We're actually a nice team and try to get their fans back on side. Do you think? Yeah, very possibly. I mean, when you were when you were off air there, studs, um, I did say that it's a shame because although it's absolutely the right thing to do, what they've done, uh, unfortunately, it, you know, it doesn't always happen, and you know that that, that sometimes um, you know you, you do get a bit skeptical and think, well, well, you know, why are they doing it really? But um, I would like to think that it was just absolutely because it's the right thing to do. There was, you know, nothing more to it than that. But yeah, you know, you never know. You never know. No, no. Do, what about you, Tom? Do, do you think it's just heartfelt thing, nice thing to do for the club, or do you think there is any cynical aspect? It's, I suppose cynicism is a, a pretty Scottish thing. We're, we're quite good for right. it. <laughs> um, I think I think they could do with all the good publicity they can get. Just because it's not an organisation with a particularly great record for bit for integrity, um, great fans. Um, I've been to uh, Norlands, I think, once or twice on a ship. Really, really impressive area. Great fan base, but um, I mean, it's Bounty Gate territory. They they will do anything to win or anything that they think they can get any money money from, and that's not just because. I'm not a particularly um, big fan of the Saints. <laughs> nah, de- definitely. I think, as I say, it was more the cynical side, probably being Scottish, thinking, as this to try and, as you said, uh, get some good publicity around around that team. And especially after last year, and I think them, the Falcons, are probably two teams that could be doing a lot of good publicity after go try to sell their soul for the Sean Watson, really. And, um, Obviously, we all know that Cleveland was willing to, to do the bigger deal with the devil and, and crack on. But uh, uh, certainly, as I say, hopefully, uh, I think he, his tweets have been very positive. He's going to, I think it was some along the lines, he, he's going to go kick cancel's ass and get back to doing what he loves. So 
Hopefully we see him back on the field pretty soon because um, I think he was a pretty useful player for the Raiders now and again. Um, so <laughs> Brian popped in with what's a soul there. <laughs> As a residence Brown fan, he will know. Um, or not not know. So, I, as I say, obviously I've dropped off, guys, so I'm kind of chasing my tail a little bit here in terms of what you guys kind of got up to. Um, so, where, where did we get to? Did we start cracking on about the schedule? And, um, yeah, we get the schedule. So, we both said talked about the games we're most excited for that have come out. Um, although I know with the teams in the West, a lot of them are trying to release first 5pm Pacific, so you probably won't hear anything from the NFC West um, yet because the Rams schedule page is saying, please stay tuned. <laughs> I know, I must admit, I was trying to kind of have a real look before we could actually became live to see which ones had been fully released and um, the NFL page wasn't giving me much, um, to be honest. So that is really what I heard on NFL. Um, I think I'd put in... And my notes earlier on, but I said, what games are we looking at? Most looking forward to what games are going to be like a wet fart and leave us disappointed, really. Um, I think for me, <clears throat> I, I really can see obviously Christmas is there, it's a family time. Kev, I know you're going to be invested in this, Murdo's going to be invested in it as well. I can really see us ended up divorced, me, you and Murdo sitting in a pub together probably, um, <laughs> because our wives have kicked us out, because we've got the Chiefs, Raiders, we've got the Giants, Eagles on Christmas Day of all days, um, so two massive divisional rivalries, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what the NFL's trying to do is, I really don't, it's, nah. it's crazy, and I mean, I, I think even... You look at Hogmanay over here, we've got the Chiefs Bengals as well, so another massive game in Hogmanay. I was going to say, Studs, if you survive Christmas, uh, your, your relationship will definitely overcome uh, come New Year's Day. Uh, we, we, we had another big one in prime time. Um, and, and I could have guessed your, the two games you were going to pick out might have been uh, Christmas Day and, and Hogmanay. <laughs> Mate, I Honestly, it's, 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 as soon as I seen the Hugman one, my, my initial thought was um, I can't wait to have some banter with Stu um, on Hugman A. Obviously, he's over there in Edmonton, big, massive Bengals fan. I just thought, if that's on at the right time, my kids are going to be in bed after the bells. I'll be able to sit up, watch that, have a bit of banter with Stu. Any Chiefs primetime game, I'm always chatting with um, Jules in Kansas City, who I stayed with when I was over there coaching. So I'm always chatting to her whenever there's a, um, a Chiefs game on prime time and we're sitting back and forth. So any opportunity for a wee prime time game, I'm absolutely delighted for it. And um, I think one of the ones that kind of jumped out at me, I think, was, was a Black Friday one as well. Obviously, it's, it's going to be our first Amazon Black Friday game. I think it's the Dolphins and the What's the Dolphins and Jets? Dolphins Jets on Black Friday. Um, yeah, Dolphins Jets. Dolphins yeah. Jets is the Black Friday one. I, so I think that could that's got the potential to be an interesting one. Obviously, another well, division. Depends on if Tua can stay fit. <laughs> very, very true. It could be could, can Stuart, can Tua stay upright. Um, is probably one thing and can can Aaron Rodgers get the Jets firing I suppose 
Yeah. So, as I say, yeah, not, not all Homer picks for me, just a, a wee Dolphins Jets one in there. I thought that looks quite interesting as well. But, yeah, we, I, we, we talked. We talked about the, the the first Monday night football game, the um, the Rogers Jets um, against um, the, the Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that if that doesn't whet the ap- appetite for the the opening weekend, then uh, I don't know what will, because that's going to be really really interesting. There has been a leak, and well, Ram Seahawks as well for one of the late games on the one. That's, uh, that could be interesting. I, I must admit, I'm not a fan of starting with a divisional game. I, I, I'm quite happy to see my divisional games kind of week three, week four. You've had a couple of games to kind of get started and, and then start those divisional games. I, I don't like starting with a divisional game, I must admit. Yeah. Although, weirdly, they're not stuck. Although, weirdly, same week, 49 is over at the Steelers. So they're not even matching the divisionals. Wow. <laughs> the NFC West. Well, that'll be interesting how they figure that one out kind of later on. Um, as, as mm. set, I think opening weekend's really going to be interesting, obviously. I, th- I think the Lions in, in the opening night at the Chiefs yeah. is, is going to be interesting because the, the Lions' offence was pretty tasty. Um, last year, I, I must admit, I thought I wanted to see the Eagles come night one. I think it would, it would have rubbed the Eagles' noses in it a little bit, but I think it, and that's not why I wanted it, Kev, to be honest. I wanted it because I would love to, I can't wait to see the repeat of the Super Bowl. I just think it's going to be a great game whenever, when that's announced, yeah. I think it's going to be a great game. It wasn't, a, I didn't, I wasn't wanting you to come over because that's the, the ring ceremony day and you're lifting the bat, raising the banner and all that. I just wanted, yeah. that was a hell of a game at the Super Bowl. I, I want to see it again. And to start with that, it would have been. If that was our first, first game of the season, I'd be, I'd be over the moon because, like I said, I, I can't wait for the season to start already. But um, you know, if that was announced as the first fixture, then it, it would make it even better. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get there eventually, studs. You just take care of business on your side. Let us take care of business on our side. We'll, we'll get a repeat. Don't worry. <laughs> Maybe see a repeat Super Bowl. I wonder. I know we we kind of got back to the Super Bowl after in Tampa, but we don't talk about the Tampa Super Bowl. Um, so we get back after one like that year. But it's certainly be interesting to see if there's a time when two teams have kind of made it back to back seasons. Um, yeah, I, 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 th- I think um, opening weekend is going to be an absolute cracker. To be honest. Um, and then it's just all going to kind of snowball for there. From, from a Rams perspective, Tom, is there any particular games? Obviously, you've seen who you're scheduled to play home and away. Is there any that you're going to be picking out and saying they, they, you, you, you want to know when this game is? You want to know when that game is? Um, well, it's interesting. We've got Seahawks week one in Seattle. Um, that one... It's not the one. It's not the game I would have wanted to start with, but it's definitely. I think that's probably going to be one of the games of the weekend. Um, we've also the Rams have got it. Seem to have it relatively easy because we've got. I mean, granted, we have to play um, a lot in the NFC East, but that so obviously that means Eagles and all of the Eagles, Cowboys, but it also means a game against the Commanders. So. <laughs> 
a potential couple wins from that. Um, I think the the matchup that will be interesting will be when LA take on the 49ers the first time. Um, because that will determine how much I drink for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> it depends if it go, goes well, it'll be celebratory drinks. If it doesn't go somewhere, it'll be commiserations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Kev, what about yourself? Um, obviously, Chiefs Eagles, we've kind of touched on. Um, is it, I think you guys are coming to us, I think, isn't it? So, you guys are coming to Arrowhead for that game. Yeah, is that when is that? I don't know if it's been announced as yet. Um, unless I, I didn't, didn't miss it. Think so. Yeah, but, um, I didn't think so. It, obviously, yeah, we've, we've mentioned the Giants on Christmas Day um, as yeah. one of the games. Any other ones? Oh, Eagles at Chiefs Monday night. Monday night? Monday night? Yeah, Monday night. It's uh, week 11. Oh, Tuesdays will be hitting our forum. Yeah, it's gonna say it'll be it'll be somebody's always got to go. And listen, if we get to eleven and all at that point, I'm, I mean, I, I don't care if lose it. If the two of us are eleven and all at that point, then it's been a hell of a season so far. So I'd be delighted. Yeah. <laughs> but it obviously Cowboys is one that you always kind of you must always hear Mark Kev as an Eagles fan. You guys hate the Cowboys. Cowboys hate the Eagles. Any any other yeah. ones that jump out at you? Yeah, um, no, no, I mean, we were talking about it while you were off. Uh, we, we did get started on this, and I mentioned, obviously, the uh, the first Monday night football. I mentioned um, the, the international games. The one I, I would quite like to go see, if I, if I can, uh, would be uh, down to the, the Ravens. Um, the Ravens, um, Ravens-Jags, is it? Or oh, no, Ravens-Titans. Oh, aye, Ravens. I would like to go to that. Um, I, I can't wait to see how the Ravens shape up this year. They've done a bit of business. They've got Lamar on his extension, paid him. Um, aye, and I'm looking forward to seeing how how they shape up this year. So I'd, I'd quite like to get down and watch that game since since the Eagles aren't uh, aren't going overseas this year. Um, so that was one another one I picked out, and then the, the obvious one, like uh, you mentioned, Christmas. As I said, Christmas isn't for adults; um, it's for kids. <laughs> but um, this this makes Christmas for me. So um, yeah, that one. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know what? I think we've just been starved the NFL for so long that they, they could announce that. It doesn't matter what crap they put up there and say this is going to be the fixtures. You start to get excited, don't you? Because there's games coming up. There's games coming along. So yeah, um, yeah just whatever they put up there, I'll be, I'll be giddy. No, de- definitely. Um, and I, you touched on obviously the international games. I think they were announced first um, before the obviously full schedule releases today. So we had the uh, first of October. We've got the Jaguars Falcons. Eighth October Jags Bills. Fifteenth we've got Titans Ravens, and that's all in London. Then into November, we move over to Germany for the first time. They're going to have two games. We've got November 5th, Dolphins versus Chiefs, and November 12th, Colts versus Patriots. So an old rivalry renewed there um, in the end as well. Um, Obviously, two very different quarterbacks than when they had their their rivalries in the AFC. Um, So I think 
for me, that's going to be an interesting one. Obviously, what kind of Matt Jones are we going to see this year? What's is Anthony Richardson going to be starting? Is it going to be the Gardner Minshew Colts versus the Patriots? Or is it going to be Anthony Richardson? So I think there's still some good bits to kind of play out there in Germany. Um, Tom, you got any plans to try and get down to any of these games, or have I have maybe missed that at the start? Oh, um, no. ideally I'd want. Well, I mean, ideally I'd want to go to all. Si- I'd like to go to all of the international games, so that would not happen. Um, if I had, if I could go to one, well, actually, there's two that I'd really like to go to. Um, the first one in Frankfurt between the Chiefs and the Dolphins, I think that could be. That has the potential to be a game of the season, or it could just be a complete walkover for the Chiefs. Again, it depends on depends on how fit the Dolphins are by. Uh, when is that one? Because that one's either week like eleven or twelve. Week nine. Uh, uh, week nine, and then I think we we play a game. And then I think week eleven. I think it's actually a bye, um, unless I'm, unless I, I'm not sure. But it's normally they do. Normally they do. Straight back an international game, you get into a bye, which I find it quite interesting. That I think we actually play the Dolphins and then we play again. I think we play the Raiders and then we go into a bye. Um, so it's maybe the Eagles after the bye week. I'm not sure. I'd need to double check that one, but yeah, I think Frankfurt will be a cracking atmosphere. I mean, it's one again. I'd, I'd love, I'd love to go over there for that one. I think. Um, I think the German fans will, we saw last year, they'll make it an atmosphere. Um, I'd, I just think it'll be a great atmosphere, great to be involved in. Sorry, Tom, I jumped in there. You were mentioning, obviously, there's a couple of ones you'd love to get to. Uh, Jags Bills would be the other one. Um, again, it's the matchup there, it will depend on um, what offensive line Trevor Lawrence has got, um, how many weapons the Jags are able to maintain. We all know how good the Bills. Um, defenses and how good that and obviously how good that Josh Allen is. Um, it's that has a potential to be quite good. Um, also, by about week 10, I mean, that the second one in Frankfurt could be in well, it depends on how how Mac Jones is, um, and filling in and if they've got rid of Gardner Minshew from the Colts, but uh. But either way, it won't be the worst game that week because they've also got Panthers and Bears on Monday night. No, on Thursday night. So, no, definitely. I think the Colts Patriots one has got a sneaky potential there, as you mentioned, to be certainly curious for most people. Um, as I say, it's a, it's a big, big season for Matt Jones. It really is. Um, he was very poor last year. Obviously, I think the the joint. Offensive coordinators didn't help him. He's got Bill O'Brien coming in for Alabama this year, so yeah. it's I'll be interested to see how he does. Um, I think I think if anybody's looking for a game to go to, um, the international risk, like especially in the UK, it's got to be um, the Ravens Titans. I mean, forget about Charles. I know he's had his coronation. Good on him. But, uh, the the real kings coming to the UK <laughs> on that week. Have you, have you, I mean, have, has any of you guys seen King Henry in the flesh? And, oh, yeah. think, is there a is there a plane seat big enough to fit him in? The guy must be. He's a unit. <laughs> uh, 
I, I, don't, I don't know how he's getting here. He's maybe getting a, uh, one of those um, airship carriers or something. I don't know, but um, he's he's coming. I, that's that's the one I want. I mean, Lamar Jackson, hopefully balling. You know, Derek Henry. That that that's got to be. If if MD's looking for a game to go, that's the one you want to go. I, I, I don't think Derek uh, Derek Henry will be doing the high knees up and down the aisle that Russell Wilson was last year, certainly. No. Um, I think the play will probably crash if he starts doing high knees. <laughs> um, and that, as you mentioned, that certainly has potential to be an absolute a, a rushing battle, to say the least. Obviously, we know yeah. Lamar's mentioned he wants to chuck the ball more, but we all know what his rushing ability is. Um, Aye. And, well, he's got weapons now, though, so, I mean... <sighs> He, he, he's got weapons, he can chuck the ball and I think he's, he's probably putting that out there, saying I'm going to chuck the ball I'm going to chuck the ball you know, watch teams cover the cover the pass and just let them run um, but, but he's got options now, That's I think that's going to be really exciting to watch um, so yeah, that's, that's the one oh, It'll be interesting to see how he gels with the, it's a new offensive coordinator as well so um, mm. certainly be interesting to see how one of gels with him and, and gets it going, so um, I think I think we're in for a obviously obviously a treat um, of international game foot games Jaguars Bills we've obviously got Trevor Lawrence versus Josh Allen um, so that will certainly have its own interests I mean um, from my perspective obviously we certainly weakened the Jags offensive line by taking uh, Joanne Taylor as a free agent then they had the, another offensive lineman get banned for. Uh, substance abuse for six weeks as well and then the first pick they, they took an offensive lineman I'm assuming to cover that side of things so I think your point Tom about trying to see how what kind of offensive lines protecting Trevor Lawrence could certainly be interesting but again I think Jags themselves I think are going to be an interesting proposition they got to the playoffs last year um, ran the Chiefs close there's no denying that in the, in the playoffs Um Obviously, I think if Mahomes doesn't get rolled up on, then I would have expected us to be more comfortable. Um, I think it certainly slowed us down. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And then the the big the big player in the draft is coming to the UK. Bijan Robinson. Everybody has been raving about this guy. He's the next Ladainian Tomlinson. He's the next Barry Sanders. There's been all sorts of comparisons thrown out, and he's coming to time with the Falcons. So. Um, and I, I do think we'll, we're, in, we're in for a treat, as I said, internationally. Um, but I think uh, I think we'll all certainly be tuning in, and if we can get down to them, I'm sure the, the crew will be sharing some content from our from our travels as well. Um, is it just? I suppose a kind of side question, Tom. Is it ever something you guys have done like, as a as a team trip? Is your season still going with international games kind of fits in and these could maybe plan a team end of season trip down to one of the London games and just make a full weekend of it? Um, well, for well for the um, Pirate Seniors, and I know it's also the same for Highland and the uh, National Playoffs are um, they are normally sche
And then there's the complication of Uniball. Um, that kicks off pretty much at the... Well, the training for that normally starts around September, October, uh, depending on the university. Um, and particularly with the likes of EK, there is, there's always like a relatively large uni contingent uh, just because... Well... I mean, you've got Glasgow, you've got Glasgow Uni, you've got Strathclyde, you've got all of them. Yeah, yeah. No, fair, fair days, fair days. Just can, can I come into my head? I, I know certainly I'm sad as a soccer player here, played football, and like the changing room ca camaraderie was a big, big thing. And it was like, oh, yeah. You, you couldn't wait to the end of the season to get your trips to Newcastle as a team or your trip away. So I was thinking from an American football side, I was like, well, and I, if your season's over, an ideal opportunity. Let's all get down to the international games, see if we can get tickets and, and go for there type thing. So it was just kind of popped into my head. So, um, right, I am just bringing up the... So we, do, we normally do this thing, Tom, where we call it our Statistic of the Week, and it's named Statistic after our good friend and crew member, Stu, um, who is... Uh, Canadian um, interloper. He's originally from Scotland, but he stays over in Edmonton now, um, and he's a Bengals fan. So he normally he's normally tasked every week he's on the pod to come up with what we call a statistic of the week. Unfortunately, Sue's not can't be with us today, so it's fell onto my shoulders, and I'll hope my internet doesn't kick me out just as I start reading through it. Um, but I've actually got two for you guys, so it's a wee question we ask and see if you can kind of get the answer. So, obviously, big, big thing is the international games. Um, so, I kind of kept it in that theme. So, the first international game outside of the US was actually in Toronto. And again, tying it into our friend Stu, we've got a Canadian link there. Um, in 1926, and it was a 28-1 for the American Football League, New York Yankees versus the Los Angeles Wildcats. Now, London, as we could probably have guessed, has hosted the most regular season games. Now, could, can you tell me which city has hosted the most international NFL pre-season games? So not regular season, pre-season. So we've got a lot to choose for, obviously, but um, well, I like well, every team world outside of the, the, the US. I think Tokyo. <laughs> Everything outside of the US. What, what are you seeing there, Tom? Sorry, I think. Possibly Tokyo, because they used to have. Well, they obviously had the um, Wembley preseason ones in the 80s, but I think they also had Asian ones as well. Right. Well, what do you think, Kev? I don't know. I, I think it would be closer to home. I think it's going to be like kind of Central America or South America. Um, maybe going to just, I don't know why, but someone's telling me to say Brazil. So I'm going to say Brazil, but I'll probably. Yeah. Oh, oh, do you know what? Rio, Rio. <laughs> Brazil's, my, Brazil's my city, Kevin. <laughs> I, well, it was miles, that's why I just left you. Tom's actually my <laughs> one. It is Tokyo. Tokyo's hosting wow. six, and Tom's at, again, 
the knowledge by bagging on right away is that they used to have the regular pre-season game over there in Tokyo. Um, I've listened to numerous podcasts where they talk about how they hated it, hated it but the fans used to go nuts for them. Um, so, no, yeah. Tom, absolutely bang on on that one. Well in, well in, sir. <laughs> yeah. So, second question, again, international team, but this time I'm going to put closer to home. I'm going to focus on the London games. Last year, we saw the very last team come to the UK, which was the beloved Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. And I know Liam and Murdo had a good old ding-dong down in Wembley about that game between the Giants and Packers. So the Packers were the last team to visit the UK for a regular season game. Only one team has never scored a point in the UK. Now, there is a team who's been multiple times and not scored, but there's one team that's visited once and never scored. Do you know out of the 32 teams who has never scored a point in the UK? So, what was that? The build of the Jets? This feels like it's either going to be it's either going to be someone like the Jets or possibly like the Chargers. No, actually, another. Maybe not the Chargers. Ugh. It's a team that's only been once. So there's been more than one team that's uh, that's been here and put up a, a donut, but um, all the other ones that have done it have been back and scored. So this one team yeah. has only been once and not scored. Um, I don't know. Can I phone a friend? I'm sure they'll be screaming. I'm just trying to see if there's any comments and that'll pop in to help, but I can't see any. So, um, okay. what, what, I will say, what I will say is the Dolphins are the other team to have not scored, but the Dolphins, as you said, they've visited multiple times, but one occasion the Dolphins did come and put up a donut, and it was mm. actually the same year this team visited and put up the donut. So what do you, what do you think? Do we, do we give up? We want to take a guess. I've lived in the Dolphins, obviously. I'll, I'll just throw out the Saints. That I, I'm sure it's not the Saints, but I'll, no, in fact, it's not the Saints because I've been there and I've seen the Saints play. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. also, I saw uh, the game. I saw them play um, the Dolphins at Wembley and. Um, it was one of the times that the Dolphins got a donut. Yeah, that was the very one. The Saints put up a donut in the Dolphins. Do you remember what the other Londoners were that year? <laughs> oh, that year was. Um... Come on, we're going. We're getting there. Oh, there was yeah. a lot of games for that year. That was, that was when they was... expanded it. It was, was that when was four, four games. Twickenham and so... Wembley. They had Twickenham and Wembley running, so there was four games that year. Ah, what do we think? The, the Pats were there that year, right? Who? The Pats not there that year? I think the Pats were, but then, would Tom Brady's Pats have put up a donut? No, no, no I'm not saying. That. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I focus the elimination. It wasn't that game. No, also right, no, one right, of the first right, 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 well, I'm pushing you for times because so we're not putting a lot of dead air up there. I'm putting a lot of dead air up there. Right, the Steelers. I'm going to guess the Steelers. We've got Steelers. What do we think, Tom? 
I'm going to go Washington. <laughs> Washington. Oh. What I will say is the team that scored the points in this game was actually your team, the Rams, and Todd Gurley had himself a day. Ooh. He won 33-0 against the Arizona Cardinals, their divisional rival, at Twickenham in 2017. Yeah. So the Arizona Cardinals have been over once and put up a donut. They're the only team not to have scored in the UK. So that's your statistic of the career, guys. So I did mention you'd probably like my statistic earlier, Tom, because it was in and around the, the Rams. So, yeah. Um, yeah so you know, I always forget about the yeah, Arizona Cardinals exist. <laughs> I, I, I need to be honest I don't think you need to worry about the Arizona Cardinals existing this year um, I think they are going to be yeah. the epitome of a tyre fire <laughs> yeah don't exist this year definitely definitely um, well guys that is us and I can first of all only apologise for the issues and Tom and Kev Honestly, you have my unlimited gratitude for pressing on. Um, so, listen, thanks very much, guys. I can only apologise for all the sh- shitty internet that I had to deal with. I cannot believe my phone on the Wi-Fi seems to be smoother than my laptop. Um, but, no, listen, guys, thank you so much. So, Tom, first of all, thanks very much for joining us tonight. And, obviously, um, discussing all the schedule release stuff in, in the news with us. Yep, a uh, bit of pleasure. Good morning. And also, Dave. if you're um, also for anyone I'm um, still watching, um, in in terms of Brit, in terms of Britball this weekend, it's basically it's a bumper pack schedule for the Scots teams. Um, all three from the Scots Division One are playing. So, Glasgow Tigers are playing in the Clyde. Um, Highland Stags are at Dunfermline, <laughs> and Aberdeen are against Clyde Valley. And um, our Pirates on Saturday are going down to Tamworth. So a long bus journey, but it's definitely a winnable game. Uh, good, good stuff. You After I did see your, your result last week um, against, was it Wolves? Yeah. I think. Um, so I, I, I wasn't wanting to mention that, I must be honest. But I, did, I always have a look out for the Pirate results on the football. So a, t- a tough loss for you boys. So hopefully you boys bounce back this week. Yeah, uh, the Wolves are definitely on the up. Um, uh, we are we're looking good to stay up. Um, we obviously want to push um, for push for um, greater things um, for for EK. But um, every game is winnable in this. Every game is winnable in the division. Anyone can beat anyone on the day. Edinburgh had the better day last week, and um, well, EK always travel well, so yeah. No, definitely. I'll be certainly be a result I'll be looking out for over the weekend, eh, Tom. So I wish you boys all the best. Um, and obviously, guys, if anyone is you know, looking to reach out, Tom, if you have a Twitter handle or any anywhere they can get information about the UK Pirates, um, um, yeah, um, send on and we'll, we'll share the information as well. Yeah, no, I can do that. Yep. Good man, good man. And Kev... Again, thanks a lot for joining us and obviously persevering with, with my issues. So it was great to chat to you again. Uh, thanks very much, Studs, for um, thrusting me into the, the, the limelight tonight. I really enjoyed <laughs> taking over as host. Um, no, it was, it was 
Just great to chat. I've, I've not been on the pod much um, the last couple of months, so it's been great to just chat NFL, and it's honestly got me buzzing for the new season. Like I'm, I'm sitting here so excited. I'm not going to sleep for the next few hours. Um, just to, to kind of <laughs> calm myself down a bit, uh, switch off to thinking about it. Um, but uh, listen, Dan, it's been great to meet you. Um, thanks for coming on, mate, and uh, good luck uh, with the Pirates at the weekend. Good man, good man, Kev. Listen again, thanks very much, uh, Tom and Kev. Much appreciated tonight, guys, especially obviously with the issues I had. So thanks again for your time. Um, and thanks to guys that are listening. Um, apologies, I, did, I must admit, I forgot to check Twitter if you were interacting on Twitter with us. Um, so I do apologise for that. That is completely on me. Um, but please do like and subscribe um, and give us a follow on Twitter if you don't at the moment. It is at Grid Iron Crew and that's at I-R-N-C-R-U. We have our Instagram, which is also um, Grid underscore Iron underscore Crew. So give us a like and follow on there. Um, and uh, in the words of our immortal red-headed friend Keith remember as the off season we're almost there guys and the crew will see you through thanks very much for listening